Hello guys, welcome back to the popcorn panel and this is the 48th episode and today, tonight, I have my regular co-host who is back, Mr. Delgo, welcome back to the show. Apes on horses! I'm excited for this movie. Excited? Okay, I, uh, you've been away for so long, right? Not really, have I? I don't know. I think once the last time you went on a podcast. I cannot remember actually. There you go, so it's been a while. Um, okay. And to my left, my regular special guest, <laughs> no other than... Sengyi! 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 <laughs> so yeah, we were fresh from watching Dawn of the Planet of the Apes at the Mall Cineplex. But before we can go to the movie review, any movie news or enter- entertainment news that you want to share, Del? Um, yeah. Remember that Japanese um, horror, the audition? The audition? Yes. Japanese horror? Is it based on a comic? No. Remember there's this, um, the poster is this long haired, black color, black hair, long black hair lady holding a. Isn't that dark water? Dark water? No. Juong? No, no, no. That's no, no. Korean. The audition. The audition. Okay, look is at it. Pop- <laughs> is it popular? Is it, it was, uh, it was kind of, it's kind of twisted. It's kind of the twist of the radio. No, it's long. It's back in, I think, early 2000 or something. So they're making a US yeah, doing a, yeah, Hollywood, version. Hollywood version. You know, you know, that's the thing, right? Whenever they want something successful in the state, uh, in Japan, and they did a Hollywood version, yeah. it doesn't seem to pay off. Mm. I've seen like like movie like The Ring. Okay, The Ring maybe the ring is not bad. The Ring is not bad, but it's not as good as the original. Yeah, and the, they did do on as well. They call it the grudge. The grudge. No, and that's not good. That's not good. But the departed. That's good. Okay, that's but, not horror. Okay, that's not, not horror. horror. I'm thinking like look, look at the eye. Yeah. The Thai version and even the shutter from Thailand. The movie that I love so much, the horror, and they did in and Hollywood version. It was totally lost the essence. Yeah, those are made for. They, those have to be made by Asians. Yeah, so you, can, you can't really translate that to Hollywood. I thought, if now that you mentioned this, yeah, maybe I'm gonna look it up. But I doubt that it's gonna, you know, maybe I'll watch. Maybe it's a good. Maybe it would be a good idea if I watch the remake and then watch the original. Yeah, maybe. Then you have a different instead of watching the original than than the remake. Since I'm not watching. Before. Yeah, why not? So you sure. you have, you have already watched the audition. No, I have not. The original one. No, I didn't. Ah, so w- will you watch the remake first? I will watch the, re- the I will watch the original first. Like um, like old boy. But old. <laughs> yeah, see old boy right? Another another movie old boy they did. Which Shengi you have not watched it right? No. No, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, you have to watch that. You know. Old boy. Old boy, yes. It's a Korean cult, classic cult movie. So it's a Korean movie. It's a Korean movie. I have the DVD. I can lend it to you. Okay. Yeah. Blu-ray, you mean? I have Blu-ray and the. Uh, oh really? Yes. Oh okay. So I I always recommend people to watch, and most of the most maybe eight out of ten will 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 kind of like wow, this is a really interesting twisted movie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that, that is the movie that is like a bench not 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 the, not the benchmark but it's a movie that made me fall in love with Korean movies or Korean directors because they always think outside the box they're not like the Hollywood directors <laughs> yeah I'm serious that's why I always love Korean movies they always do something extraordinary 
Yeah. Any any other movie news? Yeah. Pacific Rim 2 is getting a sequel. Because they did very well in China. Yeah. Just like Transformers. It oh my god. <laughs> Talking about Transformers. They made guess how much? In one weekend. In three days. Guess how much? Um in China? Yes. They just released in China last weekend. Uh, Have a guess. Four hundred? No, <laughs> they made two hundred million. Okay, in just three days, cool. and, and and I don't know what what was the factor that made that movie a success. And right now, Transformers has has garnered about seven hundred million in just right. two weeks. But because they came out with the China trailer, maybe they can. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, showing but, China, showing Hong Kong, and, and, and Transformers Four is on par with Avatar in China. Oh, oh my God! Yes, why? In terms of both of it. And this, 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 this is the huge problem with Michael Bay. He will never change his formula. Because you're going to say, look guys, you might not like my movie, but look, I can prove you wrong. People are still watching crappy yeah. movies. So, what's the point for him to change? Exactly. <laughs> I, I, uh, I don't know if, they, if the studio would ever consider winning over the critics rather than just winning on sales. Because if they want to win over the critics, Michael Bay has to stop making Transformers. They, just, they have to get somebody else to do it. <coughs> mm. Please stop doing it, Michael Bay. Please. Maybe they should get like... Um, who? Maybe who? Matt Reeves? To Matt give Reeves? Some, Why not? Um, to give some flair. Guillermo del Toro. Oh, the guy yeah. who... Is he, is he directing? Is he directing Pacific Rim yeah, He's gonna write I, I kinda like it. I watched this in IMAX. I remember I watched this IMAX in IMAX in, in Thailand. It's, maybe in Asia it's the best IMAX experience for me. Mm. So that kinda gave it a, a little more boost. And I really enjoyed that movie. Have you watched Pacific Rim thingy? Yep. What do you think of the movie? I like it. You like it? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Pacific Rim is the... What? <laughs> what? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Wait. Carry on. Two, two people controlling the robot, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, I remember yeah. that. They, okay. they fight against the Kjus. It's not that bad, yeah? Yeah. But I'm just, the only down, down, the down part of that movie is the Miko. Uh, yeah. yeah, she, I mean, she's beautiful yeah, and all no, that. But I mean, I, I, I like that kind of features, but the thing is, she she's a bit stiff in acting. Like, Every like, movie she's been in, she's yeah. horrible. Was she even in uh, Resident Evil? As Ada Wong? That was her, right? So. That, was yeah, her. that was her. Yeah, she was stiff. Yeah. 47 Ronin. Oh my god, 47 Ronin. That maybe is the, her worst <laughs> performance. Oh my god, now you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 47 Ronin. Not worth even to buy on Blu ray or even, <laughs> even a pirated copy of it. Not even worth it. To watch her again. Um, okay, mm, movie news for me. Yeah, well, basically it's Transformers. Um, but Dell, guess what? I know what. <laughs> the top three box office holders yes. right now is belongs to Marvel movies. Yeah, but but <clears throat> I am leading because Transformers is gonna. You're not leading. You haven't lead yet. Well, Are you lead yet. No, but I'm just saying that remember we have this bet with wages. <laughs> yeah, we have this wager that yep. Transformers gonna be making but more than X Men. Lucky for me, you said only only in US. Not yes, only, international. Oh yeah, only in US, yes. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. 
And in US, the, the critics did, did not like it. So the word like of mouth it. is. Um, yeah, yeah, word of mouth, but, but the, the rate they're going, they're going to get more than X Men. Well, yes. we'll see. Yes. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so we I'm going to get my free Blu ray from you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very confident. Um, so, any more news that you want to share, Del? No, that's it. I, we didn't mention the top three Marvel movies. Number one, X-Men. Number two, Spider-Man. No, Captain America. Oh yeah, Captain America, yeah. Then number three is Spider-Man. Actually, um, Worldwide. I, actually, um, okay, let's not talk about Worldwide. Let's talk about uh, the American box office. I think uh, X, uh, Spider-Man was uh, kind of like a disappointment in terms of box office because it, it received $60 million less than the first one. It, yeah, did, it did okay yeah. overseas. It did better in overseas. But the thing is, they at least use the benchmark in the lo- domestic box office in the States. And they spent so much on marketing, blah, blah, blah. It didn't pay off. And it had one of the worst ratings for Spider-Man series. Mm. So maybe that could lead to people getting maybe bored of Spider-Man, I feel. Maybe something... No, I don't think I think the sequel will still come out for the third one. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I know, but the thing is maybe people got tired. Like, yeah, it man. could, hurt, it could hurt the next one. Yeah, it could, hurt, it could hurt the next one. But Captain America is a different ballgame. I mm. think uh, for me, uh, Captain America is on par with X-Men in terms of... I mean, maybe you will choose to differ because you watch X-Men for fifth time already? No? Four. Four. Is that a record? Uh, yes. Record, yeah. Alright. So, yeah, Marvel... But it, uh, did you know that this year's box office has performed poorly compared to last year? No movies is going to reach in the, in the scale of 300 million. All really? the summer box office, or even the maze, or even the earlier ones, have not even reached 300 million compared to last year, where they had movies like uh, Despicable Me, um, Iron Man, uh, Hunger Games, uh, all of them reach at least 300 million. So, this is a quite a disappointing uh, summer box office. Maybe, I, I'm, I'm not too sure why. Maybe Planet of the Apes will change that. I don't think so. Planet of the Apes, they will, for me, I predicted that they're going to be top 5, but they're not going to go beyond 300 million. Mm. Mm. That is my take. Okay. Uh, okay, so we're going to go straight into a movie review of Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Directed by Matt Reeves. So, both of you guys, we just fresh from watching it, and seems that you both are very positive about this movie. Del, what is your take on the sequel? I had a lot of expectation watching this because going into this, I mean, uh, because of the trailer, I saw a few trailers. Okay, let, let forget the trailer. Do you still remember what happened in the first one, the rise of the Planet of the Apes? Yes. Okay. So it's still fresh? No. It's not fresh, but... Um, Sangi reminded me just now. Okay. <laughs> so, after, after talking to Sangi, you know, kind I became fresh. Memory, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, because she completely <coughs> forgot everything. So I had to remind her and I have to look into my vault of memories of the rise of the planet of the apes and then I brought some of the memories out and then I was fresh again, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, what do you think of it overall? Like you said that you had high expectations, right? Yeah. After watching the trailer. Yep. And from the very beginning, when the apes went hunting. Yep. And you see one ape with a spear jumping off the cliff and then silence. Right? You remember that scene? Um, 
Are we spoiling the movie? No, I'm not spoiling the movie. If you say spoil, then you will act. People will think I'm spoiling. The okay, movie. okay. I'm not spoiling. By who? Okay. I'm just asking if you remember that scene. Yeah, I of course I remember that scene. Yeah. Yeah. From that point onwards, I knew this was going to be something special. Ah. And then it didn't prove me wrong, and it went. It, it even blew my expectations, just like how X Men did. Because mm. going in, I expected a lot, but the movie did even better. Yep. Uh, I, I sometimes I don't know how to describe this movie without going to spoilers. It's really hard. I I I I, I kind of try, run, try. <laughs> <laughs> first, the the first pressure for me is Matt Reeves. Because uh, the previous director was it White, White. I can't remember his name. Herb. <laughs> something right, something right. Can't remember. He he did a very good job in the rise of the Planet of the Apes, and it's one of those movies that I've watched actually three times in the cinema. I really watched it three times in the cinema because I I really like I like how. I mean, movies like it gives you suspense. Like, how are they going to become intelligent? So I really enjoyed that that journey that they had. This one is a different ball game. You seen them? This is like take what well, this is in the movie. It said that it's, this is a uh, this takes place ten years after they actually went into the forest. So, and I like how the uh, how they actually explain the story without being too direct. The exposition in the film, it's portrayed very nicely very well paced only through halfway through the story that you know oh, what actually happened like oh why what actually happened to the city blah, blah blah what happened to his previous family and what I like about this movie is the chemistry between the main lead guy and Caesar main lead guy is played by who again? Jason Clark. Jason Clark, yeah and also um, there was brief moments of the Caesar and the son relationship which I thought was even though they don't have many they have not as much scene but when they came on screen it's so so powerful and and there's a lot of message in this movie a lot of messages I can take from this movie um, maybe I will share that in spoilers um, so there anything else that you want to talk about like um, the, okay uh, let me go into the not so good parts. First was, first was when ah uh, no no okay I can't say that here. I'll save that for the spoiler. Save that for the spoiler. But the second one is that you know in this kind of in this kind of uh, 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 a world, the dystopia uh, setting, where you know people, uh, the humankind is close to extinction. And then they you you would be saving bullets, you would yeah. be conserving all whatever you can, and you have and then there was this scene with these two guys and then just firing off the, the oh, bullets yeah, yeah, on yeah. the cannon uh, on a tank, yeah. and I thought that was just a silly way to set up what they wanted to do mm-hmm. with that scene. But you can, you can tell those two guys were really irresponsible anyway from the characters. No, not really. I mean, they were just you know they were like you know those people who are. I won't say responsible, but playful. Playful, yeah, but then... I, I just they were drinking as well, if you notice. Yeah, but then that yeah. doesn't... I, I just don't think they were that irresponsible to the point where they would be just firing mm. off bullets when those are the things that is going to save your life. <coughs> yeah, yeah, too. 
Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's the... I think I might have another point, but I can't remember now. Do you have any bad, bad things to say about I, I know, that Before I go that, what about Sengi? Overall, what do you think? I mean, you... Okay, Sengi, you have not watched the first movie, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. She did. I, I, oh, yeah, I, you, I mean, sorry, you... I mean, not watched. You just forgotten, <laughs> right? Okay, sorry, you forgotten. <laughs> and that's why Del had to give... Have to kind of like refresh your memory in a way. Uh-huh. So, did you... But the, but the thing is that this movie is not really related to the first one. Yep. Yeah, so the so story is So it can, stand, it can stand alone. It can yeah, stand it, can, it can stand alone. Yeah. Yeah. But for those who... Well, we'll talk about it in spoilers later, but uh-huh. I'll tell later on. And um, yeah, so what do you think about the movie? I like it. You like it? Yeah, I like it. It's a very simple movie, but it's how they play it. Make the message very strong. Yep. Yeah. And in the middle, I was like thinking, how how will the story progress, you know? And it's just like, you know, it surprised me. Mm. Yeah, I, I like it. Okay, you like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, Um. do you think, um, what, what do you think stands out? Which character you like, maybe? Was it Caesar? Or was it the relationship between the humans and the apes that you find interesting? Hmm. I guess all. All. Yeah, all. I, I think if I was given this setting, it's difficult to set the tone of this movie. It's like, how do you make that relationship? I think the actors played a very powerful role here. They really have to, you know, all this facial expression, even I, I, the, when Matt Reeves, the director, when he put some of the facial expression, it's like, you could tell what are they feeling? They don't, sometimes the apes, they don't even have to say anything, but you can tell from the expression, and I felt that. And that's really hard, like, you know. I mean, to, for a human to do it, maybe it's difficult. You know who's responsible for that? Who? Andy Serkis. Okay, okay Andy Serkis, he is playing the same role where he played Caesar, right? Yeah. Yeah. But he, he's the guy who is the master of motion capture. Yeah, motion capture. And yeah. Uh, he is the one So that... he, he directed all the facial expression for the rest mm-hmm. of the apes, you think? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's and you know Avengers brought him in uh-huh. to help to help the Hulk. The Hulk. So the Hulk is gonna look <coughs> more like um, like what's his name? Brad Pitt. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's not hot, right? Huh? Well, he's trying to make him hotter than he already is. The Hulk? I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> no, he's gonna make the expression so that the Hulk will look more lifelike. Okay. Like like how Caesar looks very lifelike. With yep. You can tell every single expression what the Caesar was feeling, mm. and that is acting by Andy Serkis. Oh. That is an act. That is a performance. That's a performance worthy of an Oscar. Mm. Okay. Um. Anything that you maybe want to share that some minus points. Minus points. Yeah. Or oh, this movie is flawless. Not really. I think that the apes have more emotions than a human. I think that's, I think that's the message we're trying to say. Uh, <coughs> but humans have emotions too. Yeah, I know, I know. But what, what we're trying to say is like... Sometimes... There's a message behind here. I don't, I, know, I, I don't know whether it's a spoiler. But what I'm trying to say is... <laughs> apes are actually humans. Where... where they try, it's like they set an example. Because if you... If you notice, right, 
he was saying that apes <coughs> don't kill apes. But he, he forgot to realize that humans actually kill humans. If you look in that kind of message, that tone. No, but what I'm trying to say is that like apes play more emotions than humans supposed to play as well. Mm. Yep, that's why I think it's a metaphor. You, you get you get the metaphor. It's like sometimes human they lost their humanity. They don't show the human side, whereas the apes, they will show like more emotion. So because we are supposed to be drawn, I think the director did is did 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 this on purpose to see that that we humans we don't have that fundamental basics. We already have the fundamentals, but because we are so corrupted. We more we want more power. We you know there there is people who are the rich, who are the poor. Where where else at the apes? They all are the same. <laughs> you, 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 I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. I think I think saying saying that. I'm talking about the acting. Yeah, there's more, the the director focused more <coughs> yeah, on yeah, the story yeah, yeah. of the apes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <coughs> maybe the director did this on purpose for. Of course, yeah. because you know why they have to make the audience. Feel for the apes so that we will we will be rooting for the apes mm. because the director doesn't want us to just root for the humans because we are humans and then we see the apes as the evil uh, the, the, the the evil party. Mm. So by focusing on the story of the apes, we learned about the apes. We get to know the apes, and so that when they fight, I mean, I was I don't even know who to root for. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I was feeling for both of them, and when I saw the apes die, I was crying inside. <laughs> because I, 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 I didn't know if I should root for the humans or root for the apes. Yeah, I think that's that's one thing how the director kind of put it like, like he, he's putting you on the fence. Like both have their good points, and 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 every in in every society there's always a rotten apple that will spoil everything. Yeah. Yeah. Why Why do I feel that like when I watch that scene, like right? I I didn't even think about the human. Mm. <laughs> I can't believe you were like, thinking about the human and the apes. Like, oh, I was just like, go apes, go! We are humans! Yeah, yeah but... <laughs> <sighs> well, this movie is something that you have to explore on your own and experience it for your own. And this, like I said, there's a lot of messages here. Uh, maybe we can go... Before we go straight to the spoiler, uh, what is your rating? My rating is 9.5. Wow, 9.5. Sengi? 9. 9. I'll give this a 9. This is uh, on par with the movies I've watched, but I think this is the best movie I've watched this year. Yeah. I mean, I've seen the rate too. I gave Captain America a high score, but this one, I don't know, maybe it's a human aspect, the humanity that we see in, in apes. And we are no different from apes, and we always try to say that all oh, apes are also human, but we still judge them. You know, we still judge them. And you can see some of the characters here that we don't spoke in the trailer that we judge. I don't know. Maybe in general. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna go straight into the spoilers, and if you don't listen, you can switch it off. Or press, press, press pause, what? pause or stop. <laughs> okay, spoilers. Um, Del. Spoilers? Oh, I, um, wait, you want to go first? Okay. Uh, my favorite line, like I said, was... 
No, there are a lot, there are a lot. I mean, when Caesar speaks, uh, and and he, he like you said, he <coughs> goes straight to the point, and, and then there are, there are times when I, I really feel that I'm cheering for Caesar, because he is, I don't know, he has become this hero, that, that, um, his, his role is to become the one that brings peace. And he's yeah. so conflicted it's so by strange, that. right? Yeah. It's so strange it's so that strange. it's the ape is the one trying to bring, bring yeah. peace. But he's so conflicted at the same time that by by wanting peace, he doesn't want to hurt anyone, mm. even the rotten egg. Yeah. So that's why that's why I, I can feel so much for him. And um, the, the, the scene where I really was cheering inside is when when Caesar was hurt yeah I think I, then, I think I, I know you I know, I know which thing you're talking yeah, about and then he, he, he had to confront Koba and and Koba was Koba threw away his machine gun he wanted to fight um, fist to fist and Koba told Caesar Caesar weak but Caesar even though he was hurt mm. he was in pain and he had to face <coughs> his enemy and he, he taunted him and said, Koba, weaker. And I was going, Whoa, this is going to be epic fight. And it was epic fight. And all the, all the action sequence, I don't know how Matt Reeves does it, man. All the, the apes jumping around, yep. up the trees. It's amazing. And uh, what I would have liked to see more was how they tame horses. Because we only saw them yeah. riding horses. And then like we never seen how they actually, yeah, how they rear them, how they, actually, how they interact yeah. with them. Do they treat them like how humans treat horses? Mm. Yeah, that's but the the other the other point that I wanted to make that which I didn't really like was when they went, the, the humans went into the woods to look for the power the dam to, to get the power generator going. And and Jason Clark already knew that Gary Oldman was going to look for the guns. But once they have established contact with the apes and the apes allowed them to go into the to fix yeah. the dam they didn't send anyone back to tell Gary Oldman that hey, okay don't forget it we, we, we are, no, we I are think, in progress yeah but the thing is remember they said it was three days but yeah. then they did it in two days and they lit yeah. up the city so they did they did yeah that, that kind of um, that kind of ease this uh, this negative of mine <clears throat> but when I was watching it I was still thinking they didn't have a plan to communicate uh. There's no communication. That's why it would lead to. That's why it really led to those two idiots playing with the guns and shooting around. That's why because they have. The, but I guess. So I guess. Animals. But I guess. If you don't have those two, if you don't have those those two idiots, right? We wouldn't have. No, that's Koba, why. Koba, to. Yeah, they, they they set that scene up, but I didn't like the way they set it up, even mm. though it was a great scene. Mm. Yeah. For me, the most powerful scene was between the father and. And Caesar, when he was hurt, lying on the sofa. Father and Caesar. Sorry, the, the son. And Sorry, the son. The son. Caesar and the son. Sorry, the one that's saying give me one look like oh. <laughs> yeah, the son and Caesar. That was a very emotional and powerful moment, because all this while, if you notice right, the son is so conflicted that he doesn't know who to trust. He was like. Should I trust Koba? Koba is the one who is residing with the apes. But at the same time, it's like, but then Caesar is my father. I should follow him. So he, he was felt conflicted until he said that, oh, I'm sorry, blah, blah. 
Um, and he, I mean, he's still young, because he was hurt in the beginning, right? He was he was scarred by the bear, so um, so many things that already set the tone between the relationship between Caesar and the son. And I, I like it how it actually developed and how it was how it took the turn near the end. Yeah. That that for me is a very powerful the, thing. The script is very well written because all the characters including the apes like Caesar and mm. his son and Koba and also Gary Oldman even though his role is quite limited. limited yeah. But the, the his character is so layered. You see so much emotion and the, oh, the, the example like that scene with the iPad, you know, yeah. you can tell so much. Yeah. That, that scene alone, you can he tell. He didn't have anything to say. He, he doesn't, doesn't have, have to but, say but anything. It's just that but. moment that you can tell, oh my god, these people are actually so desperate that they just found uh, Eureka, you know, like like that moment of, of relief, like they have been deprived of this maybe technology or power or, or something that's necessary for from decades or maybe years. And that scene alone reflects how 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 they've been living their life. Yeah, the hardship. Yeah. The, so mm-hmm. then it's like to see the family again, like on the iPad. It's like whoa, he you can tell only from that scene really tells a lot. You don't really have to have like ten minute scenes to actually tell a person's character or or a scene or to tell what actually happened to the city itself. So that was very well. I don't know. It's very well edited. I feel. Yeah. Um, well, I also like the sound, the score. The music score is good. It's I, not overpowering. It's, it's not overpowering. Quiet. It's very quiet. It suits the tone of the yeah. movie. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like dramatic like Gladiator or yeah. Inception, but it really suits the theme of the the, the movie. And I know Sengi didn't take notice of the sound, the score, right? It's like you don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that it's good. Yeah, you know? yeah because true, it's true. so it fits into the movie yeah. so well. Oh, and this scene I like when they were playing the music at the gay station. Yeah. Oh, that was uh, that was that was for me. It's like, oh, I haven't had that kind of feeling for so long. And this movie made it remind me a lot of things like things that we we should appreciate when it's gone and when it when it comes back. It's like, wow, they forgot what it's like to listen to music. Yeah. Oh, I thought that was very powerful. And you can tell Caesar was kind of looking looking at them and feel like, wow, he he he, he it added some human element into uh, Caesar to become compassionate to the people, to to the humans. So, I I don't know. It's just all all the small small things uh, are really really powerful. Um, what else? Uh, you know, like, I forgot what I want to say, but I want to spoilers. <laughs> but I'm talking about all the good bits. Anything uh, from Sengi? Yeah, Sengi. What do I like? No, no. Uh, what do I don't like? No, maybe things that you can share that that doesn't yeah. make sense, but you know, or things because this is the spoiler section, so you can say anything you want without. I I think that the humans are not desperate enough. It doesn't give me the feeling that they are really that dire of electricity. Ah. And but then do you think about when they listen to all the stuff like the gas station? Yeah, that people yes, but the yeah. other people that's yeah. in the But in the other people you see they're celebrating, they were... Yeah, but then no. She so has a point because what what they really need is not uh something that's gonna kill them immediately. Mm. 
Because, like you said, they, they are not even going out of the city to look for other ways to survive. They're staying put. And they, they're staying put because they needed electricity, which the dam can provide. But it's not like a desperation, des- <coughs> a very desperate yeah. case where you feel like... Oh, it's, just like it's just like Jamie Foxx. Why did he turn against Spider-Man? There's not enough yeah, no, reason enough motivation, for his, I motivation game to become yeah. electro. But, no, the... the the way they, that Matt Reeves um, told that part of the movie wasn't... They, he didn't spend a lot of time on it. Mm. So we don't get to see the characters in the, in the train station. I think it's a train station. And you don't see them enough to, know, to get to know any of them in order to understand how they are feeling. Mm. So that's why it wasn't very clear. Uh, well, what I'm going to say is now... Oh, okay, one thing about this movie, right? It's... How Matt Reeves make me hate Koba so much. <laughs> eh, I knew he was gonna he was gonna be up to something. He's gonna be the focal point in changing. Uh, he is the one who created the war, mm. and I I can see your reaction saying when Koba was going to the city and that like, you're going like what? You know, like you were. You can tell like it was it was like you. I don't know. It just made me build to hate that character so much. And you know what? Matt Reeves didn't kill him. Did you realize? We didn't see him, right? You know, did you see how he fell? Yeah. There was a bridge of some sort. Yeah. He fell into the bridge and the bridge collapsed with him. Yeah. But he was on the bridge. If the bridge crashed at the bottom, <coughs> it may not kill um, Koba. So you think he still be alive? He could be if they want to use him again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it was the first time I really feel for a villain that no, in, in, in every movie, right? This villain, maybe I don't really feel that like I wanna. Oh yeah, it's just a villain, a simple villain. Like, like example, um, let's say Loki or or uh, oh any villains in any movies, like the antagonist. But this movie is like, I feel so much hate. Yeah, because really? because yeah. Reeves did it so well, right? Yeah, I feel so much hate. Look, he killed he the, especially when he took the gun and killed those two guys. I was like, okay, that that. That I already hated him and that made me hate him so much more. Because he was so remorseless. He didn't care about the he didn't care. He was so selfish. He is no gone. I, I didn't hate him though. Really? Yeah, because of what uh Caesar said, saying that <coughs> what's his name again? Koba. The, yeah, Koba. Because Koba didn't get anything from the human. So it's kinda true. understandable that he yeah. would acted that way. Yeah, yeah acted that way but yeah, yeah, I won't blame him. I won't blame yeah, him. But then, uh, I mean, Rano's case is that yeah. he, yeah, he, he get to hate that Koba as well because he's so ruthless, and he's the kind of the kind of antagonist that is the most dangerous because he is clever and he's ruthless mm. and he is evil. And because usually when we see in a in a much simpler movie, the bad guy is sometimes just evil for no reason. Mm. But this one, you can see he's evil for a reason. And on top of that, he's even ruthless. So he he has no remorse or anything. And he he has no compassion. Yeah, That's the thing. He, he has no compassion. Own, yeah. He could. Yeah, he even killed... When he killed um, Caesar, I was like... Yeah, when he killed Rocket. Rocket of Rocket. I know, Ash. Yeah, Ash is one thing. But when he, when he was pointing the gun at Caesar, you can see yeah. the eyes. Yeah. When, you, when you look at the eyes of Caesar, he couldn't believe it because... He remember he made this statement. Ape doesn't kill ape. Yeah. But when he saw 
when he saw uh, Koba doing that, and I could really feel that Caesar is like so shocked. He couldn't react when you see that he could have done something, right? When he saw him with the gun, he didn't say anything. He was just shocked, stand still, and he got shot. Because he trusts him. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the thing. He didn't expect him to shoot. Yeah. So that's why it's like it grew, my hatred grew for Koba so much. Mm. Very well written character. Mm. Yeah. Even though Koba went through a lot of, uh, because you see, not not all humans are bad, and also some, some uh, same to apes. Not all apes are bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it, this movie is trying to say that not all apes are good as well. Apes are just like humans. Yeah. Um, what else about this movie? I think I like the scene where they use the old home. They went back to their old home. That oh. was very touching because it's a nice way to bring back to to remind people. Especially those who watched the first movie will really feel so much about this movie. This will actually have more impact on people who actually remember what happened in the first. Because you see that relationship, how Caesar grew up with uh, James Franco's character, and they've had a bit of that scene, and you can feel some nostalgia feeling, nostalgic feeling, and and that's very well played. Um. Yeah, I think that's it for me. I anything that you want to share? Any points, no. Del? No, that's it. I think we talked a lot. Talked a lot. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I. Could, it's just that sometimes there's maybe so many talking points that I kind of forgot what I want to really share. <laughs> but I think I, sh- I shared. I, sh- I shared maybe already some of the important points. But this movie has a lot of messages. Yeah. Um. Messages that maybe it's a good reminder, and most of the messages actually come from the apes, than the humans. Uh, so I think it's trying to say that apes uh, also have humanity inside, because in the beginning, even in the first movie, I always thought Caesar will always go to the dark side. But if you notice that he has a lot of compassion also, as long because he has trust, and if you break that trust, he doesn't trust that person anymore. And to rebuild that trust, we'll take something else. Um, yeah. So guys, I highly recommend you to catch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. And I think this is going to be a big hit. I'm surprised that it wasn't a full cinema today. Or maybe they had so many shows. So yeah, yeah that, that could explain why. And yes, I think it's going to be a long time before I'm going to see another good movie. Because this movie is already on the benchmark. In terms of summer, I think this is the best summer movie for me. Uh, maybe for you it's different because X Men, yeah. But this is the best <laughs> summer movie to date for me. And to you, right, Sengi? Is it better than How to Train Your Dragon, too? Um. She's <laughs> <laughs> tough, right? She That's a tough. Yeah, it's really she tough. Needs to, she needs to go and go back and think about this. Yeah. But I think the next, the but next this good is more movie. Deep. I actually like this yeah. deeper. Yeah. yeah. The next good movie, I think it will be Guardians of the Galaxy. <sighs> well, Guardians of the Galaxy for me, it won't it won't be as deep yeah. as the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, but it'll be a action popcorn movie. That's all I can say. Mm. <clears throat> all right, guys. So stay tuned to the next podcast, and thank you for listening. And more, where can you find more of your work, Del? 
you can see, you can check out my review for this movie again on mymovierecord.blogspot.com And you can follow you on... On Belgo and on uh, Instagram and... All Instagram. the various, yeah, social media. Yep, and you can follow me at Rano Adidas Twitter handle and Instagram and Rano360.com And for Sengi, you can follow her, you can stalk her at Sengi <laughs> Tiara at Instagram. Thank you for listening. Till next time, goodbye.